Hey, hey, what's up? It's the Zisu back again, and this is NBA Check-In with the Zisu. Hey, everyone, it's been a minute. I just noticed my last episode was December 4th. Obviously, it was a a busy holiday season, a lot going on, Uh, family, my daughter visiting, a lot of driving, so... Sorry I've been away so long, but uh, with Zion's debut, I felt it was definitely time for a long overdue NBA check-in. So, uh, yeah, uh, going forward, I want to try to get better at at getting these out. You know, at first they were going to be, you know, maybe a couple times a week, but I think the new goal I'm going for is at least once a week and maybe uh, Wednesdays would be a good day to shoot for like it is today. Uh, January 22nd, 2020. So uh, just to give you a heads up, what I want to cover today, uh, not going to run through the whole league, but I got a few things I wanted to hit. Zion's premiere, which is going on right now. Uh, a little bit about the Pelicans and the Rookie of the Year race, uh, where my Warriors are at. Uh, the Lakers and the games of... Uh, MLK Day, and then I'll finish with a little uh, Book of Basketball 2.0 and uh, what's going on with the Rockets. So uh, as of right now, it's been a pretty slow start for Zion. They really aren't playing him much. He played like three minutes to start the game. He had an assist to, uh, he set up Brandon Ingram. It was nice, but, you know, wasn't that exciting. And then his... uh, in his uh, next time in, in the second quarter, he had his first points ever, a, uh, a nice offensive rebound and uh, put back. Uh, not the most exciting highlight first shot ever, but, you know, it is what it is. And uh, here we are now in the third quarter as I record this. And, uh, oh, to the basket. He just laid it up and in. Uh that that brings him up to five points on the night. Right before I started recording, uh, he was fouled on a drive to the basket, missed his first three, free throw, hit the second. Overall, uh, you know, with the amount of hype, the way this thing has been, you know, we've been waiting for him. He's finally here. Number one pick in the draft, you know. So, so exciting what we saw, all the, the high school clips, uh, all the stuff that went on at Duke. Even in the NBA preseason, he was awesome. So uh, this was definitely a much-hyped, you know, couldn't wait for debut, the most hyped guy since LeBron for sure. And one thing I also wanted to mention was uh, I told Nez that I was going to be doing this finally. And uh, I mentioned, oh, yeah, you know, Zion, remember uh, we were at uh, Emerald City Comic Con and we went to... Buffalo Wild Wings and a Duke game was on and I was telling him about how this is like the biggest prospect since LeBron and he doesn't remember that but he said he listened to this so uh, shout out Nez and hopefully you do remember we were at the Buffalo Wild Wings and yeah Zion was on but uh, yeah here he is and you know this is just a regular season game here in January Uh, Spurs Pelicans and uh, they just said on the broadcast a a second ago uh, that Gentry, the coach of the Pelicans, felt like the whole team was playing like it was their debut. Everybody was playing a little nervous. And, uh, you know, as of right now, it's 75-61 Spurs. So Spurs with a comfortable lead. Spurs doing what they do, you know, playing fundamental basketball. Uh, the interesting thing is both of these teams are fighting 
for that number eight spot and it looks like it's going to be that's going to be a really interesting race uh you know the spurs i don't think they've missed the playoffs since the 90s so that's something i know they definitely wouldn't like to to miss but uh, yeah just looking at the standings here for the west right now uh, the grizzlies if the playoffs ended today would be in the eighth spot they're 20 and 24 uh, but then you also got the spurs and the spurs at 19 and 23 portland at 19 and 26 phoenix at 18 and 25 new orleans at 17 and 27 but they're getting zion back and then uh, most likely Minnesota and Sacramento at 15 and 29, most likely. They're, they're kind of in contention, but not really, not realistically. Uh, it's most likely going to be one of those teams. And who knows? Uh, uh, OKC's been playing really well. Uh, they've been uh, outdoing expectations definitely so far at 26 and 19. But uh, it would be crazy to see either San Antonio or Portland miss the playoffs. And uh, maybe Zion can get rolling here and the Pelicans can get on a run and uh, make some noise and, and make his playoff run after all. Uh, but yeah, without going through the records right now, the, uh, the standings in the West go from the top. Lakers, Jazz, Clippers, Nuggets, Mavericks, Rockets. Thunder and Grizzlies and yeah it just feels like right now at least it feels like though those set the to those top seven teams will make it it's just that eight spot that's up for grabs between the Grizzlies the Spurs the Blazers the Suns the Pelicans and eh, unless something amazing happens probably not but uh, Minnesota and Sacramento but uh yeah as far as zion's debut is going uh, honestly i was expecting more he actually had an awesome preseason so i was hoping it would translate over but uh maybe this was the wrong team to come back against i know it's cool he's debuting at home that's that's awesome you know you definitely want to see that but uh, maybe the Spurs weren't the best team to debut against. But uh, speaking of the Pelicans, uh, one of the MLK Day games uh, this past Monday was uh, Pelicans-Grizzlies. And honestly, the Pelicans looked great in that game. I watched that game. And uh, for two teams in contention, uh, the Pelicans looked great, which is why I was expecting a little more tonight. Uh, against the Spurs, especially considering how close they are in record. They're fighting for this playoff spot. But, uh, yeah, they looked great against uh, John Morant, who's most likely going to be Rookie of the Year. He's got all this time in uh, ahead of Zion. Uh, looks like Zion's already headed back to the locker room. Oh, my God. Oh, no, he's headed to the bike. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, you better... <laughs> You injured already? You didn't even get to start, really. But no, they're just keeping him warm on the bike. 12 minutes, 5 points, 2 for 3, 4 turnovers. Not an optimal debut, but, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, we'll see what happens from here. But, uh, yeah, speaking of, like I said, uh, John Morant definitely uh, seems to be locked into that Rookie of the Year uh, positioning. Going into that uh 
fourth quarter of that MLK Day game, uh, he only had like four or six points. It was it was pretty small, but then he like exploded in the fourth quarter, made it a game. They almost uh, completed the comeback against the Pelicans, and uh, uh, Jaw's been impressive all season. So uh, don't see how he loses Rookie of the Year right now, but. Uh, yeah, um, I guess I'll bounce on to my Warriors, my beloved Warriors, in a really rough season. Uh, said it many times here on the pod, but it's crazy how you go from five straight finals to uh, bottom of the league, and we are at the bottom of the league right now. Officially, when I started uh, putting the notes together for this pod, we were uh, tied with Atlanta for the worst record, but they won tonight, so now we have officially the least wins in the league. Uh, Warriors are 10 and 35 and Atlanta is now 11 and 34. So yes, uh, we have the best odds right now for the number one pick in the draft. Uh, It will be interesting to see what they do with that. Do they draft somebody and do they do they work with a, a top rookie with this uh, Steph, Clay, Dre, D'Angelo Russell? Do you run it back with this team? Or do you package D'Angelo Russell and this number one pick and try to flip it into something big? Maybe something insane like Giannis? I know that's what some people are talking about. That would be absolutely crazy. It would be unreal, as especially coming off of uh, our time with Kevin Durant and then to reload a year later with Giannis. That would be mind-blowing, but uh, I don't know. I think the odds are are pretty low on that. I can't see that happening. But uh, honestly, I can't even think of somebody who you would want to get, who would fit, who would be available. I think that might be tough. So in the end, I don't know. You might want to just draft that top pick and try to run it back, see you know, what you can do with D'Angelo Russell. And if not, then, you know, next year, you know, those trades could still be there for you. So uh, it'll be interesting either way. And uh, hopefully I can keep it rolling here. Uh, Try to keep this going weekly. That's what I'd like to do. I know my vision for this when it first started was to be every two or three days. And I really uh, kept up with it uh, every two or three days in the playoffs last year. But uh, Obviously, the Warriors won't be in it this year, but uh, that doesn't mean I'm not going to be watching the playoffs. I'm a huge fan of basketball, a huge fan of the league, so uh, might, uh, you know, step it up for the playoffs this year. We'll see. Um, didn't plan this at the start, but why don't I just give you the rundown of how the uh, East standings look uh, up top. Uh Milwaukee and Giannis, they're uh, locked into that number one spot. Looks like uh, they'll be good to uh, hold on to that unless uh, they fall on some bad losing streak or something because right now they are seven and a half games up on the two-seed Miami who just jumped into that two-seed with a win tonight. Uh, They're 31-13. And then going down, three-seed Toronto for Boston. We'll talk about in a second. Five seed Indiana, six seed right now, uh, Sixers, who I picked to win the East. Uh, still believe in them, but uh, Embiid's been hurt and not playing. Uh, Going to at least miss a few more weeks. We'll see. Uh, number seven spot, Orlando, uh, and the resurgent Markel Fultz. 
And uh, Brooklyn hanging on to that eight spot right now, but uh, they've had a little bit of trouble there, and uh, they're definitely in danger. Uh, Detroit and Chicago right there at 17 and 28 and 17 and 29. So uh, not as much contention for that eight spot like there is out west, but, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Still plenty of season to go, so... But uh, I mentioned a, a second ago uh, another of the MLK Day games. Uh, Lakers-Celtics uh, ended up being a really good game. Anthony Davis returned. And um, considering uh, Lakers have... Uh, do they have the... Yeah, they have the second best record in the league. Uh, after tonight, they're 35-9. and nine, And the Celts were... Well, now they're 29 and 14, but uh, yeah, it was in Boston, and they as a East and West matchup, they only play once a year. But uh, Celts came to play. Uh, Celts very impressive, very impressive win. Uh, one of the most uh, impressive things, if you keep up with the league, you've definitely seen the highlight by now. Uh, Jalen Brown, that's Cal's Jalen Brown. He. Uh, had an awesome dunk right on the top of LeBron. He even got a tech for a stare down. That was kind of silly. It wasn't even that bad, but yeah. Anyways, uh, checking back in real quick with this Pelicans uh, Spurs game. A 10-point game right now. 81-71 Spurs. Uh, four minutes to go in the third. Zion not in the game right now. But uh, yeah. Is what it is. Anyways, uh, yeah, that Lakers-Celtics game, very entertaining. Uh, full slate of games that day. That was cool for MLK, uh, including Warriors-Blazers. Uh, totally looked like we had a shot to win that, but uh, didn't get it done uh, against uh, Logo Lizard. <laughs> That's Damian Lillard. Uh, he obviously, he does go by uh, Logo Lillard, like he shoots from the logo, but uh, I heard somebody, a broadcaster once uh, mispronounced it, Logo Lizard, and I like that. I like the sound of that, so I call him Logo Lizard, but uh, yeah, Dame from Oakland, always trying to get Nez to uh, to root for him, but uh, just can't get him to, to roll with him, but you know, it is what it is. Anyways, uh, took the Blazers to overtime, but yeah, Lillard scored like 61, uh, obviously a huge number. Um, yeah, he's now uh, just one of a handful of players to ever score 60 twice in his career. So yeah, I don't have the list in front of me, but you know, it's an impressive list. Uh, only a handful of people have done it. So yeah, um... I prefer the win, obviously. You, you love to see your team win, especially as rough as it had been. We finally broke a losing streak. We had a 10-game losing streak uh, before we finally won. Uh, we beat uh, the uh, Magic, the Orlando Magic. Uh, D'Lo scored 26 that game, a season-high 12 assists. Uh, the rookies, Jordan Poole, 21, and Pascal with 20. Uh, the coolest thing, even as much losing as there's been, and it's been 
you know, a really rough season. It's cool to see that uh, the team really hasn't lost its morale. And every game they really have been fighting, you know. They just don't have it. But uh, it's great to see, like, they haven't, like, really laid down. They've been, you know, fighting even in these uh, losses. Uh, the game before that, uh, against the Nuggets, we were winning for most of the game. And... Uh, they, the Warriors led for most of it and then uh, let the Nuggets come back in the fourth and uh, they took it. Obviously, they're a top team. Uh, before that, lost to Dallas. Before that, lost to Memphis. Before that, lost to the Clippers. And on and on. It's 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 been rough. But uh, uh, actually playing the Jazz tonight, playing the Jazz right now... Uh, and the Jazz are up big, 65-43 at the half. I'm not surprised. Jazz are a great defensive team uh, right now. Looks like, uh, yeah, D'Angelo Russell has 15, 5 for 12, 4 free throws. Yeah, no, uh, rough season, but it is what it is, and... Uh, you know, we're going to get back stuff. We're going to get back Clay. And uh, can't wait to see them contend once again, especially with whatever we do with this uh, this top pick. You got to figure at this point, it's we're in line for a top three pick, you know, at the worst, top three. And uh, doesn't seem to be a consensus. Number one seems like a lot of uh, maybes this year. I know... Uh, one of the Ball brothers, but he's coming off of injuries. The youngest Ball brother went to Australia, but he got hurt. And then uh, Wiseman, the guy that was at Memphis, but then he left Memphis. A uh, little bit of a scandal there, but... Uh, and Greg Anthony's son, I think he's at uh, North Carolina. He's a possibility, so... I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Especially as it gets closer to the draft. But uh, uh, I'm going to get close to wrap up this one before I finish. Just want to talk quickly about a podcast I listened to uh, pretty much during my big long drives I've had, both to the Bay Area and then uh, taking my daughter back to Merced. Uh, both there and back. Total, you know, travel for that day was like 16 hours. So. I got to, uh, I just decided to binge pretty much and catch completely up on uh, Bill Simmons' Book of Basketball 2.0. He wrote an actual book uh, in 2009 and decided for, in this last year, 2019, that he was going to revisit his Book of Basketball ideas. And he had like a player rankings, I guess, in that book. And he decided to do this podcast to kind of see what's happened in the last 10 years where he thinks he got things wrong, where he'd rank players of the last 10 years. So uh, pretty interesting. And they also do this, uh, they do uh, rewatchables, this movie podcast where they, they talk about, you know, movies that are rewatchable. And they started doing it for basketball too, these games that were, you know, really great. And they did like one themed around like uh, Harden. There was the, when the Thunder had Durant and Westbrook and Harden. And, uh, you know, they've done a few like that, but then they'll do, uh, 
you know, focuses on players. They had a Steph Curry one. They did a Harden one. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, a Dirk. They did a Dirk one. So, yeah, they focused on players, but then they've also did rewatchable games. They did uh, just this last playoffs, the big Kawhi rim-bouncing game-winner shot, series-winning shot against uh, the Raptors and the uh, 76ers. So, uh, yeah, caught up all on that. And, uh, yeah, one of the things they were talking about, like I said just a second ago, was uh, Harden and the Rockets. And uh, it's interesting to hear what they were, you know, talking about there. He was actually talking to the GM of the Rockets, Daryl Morey, who... I guess Simmons is known for a long time. And it was interesting to hear his thoughts. Obviously, he's Harden's his guy as the GM, but it's interesting to hear, you know, them talk about the way he shoots. And right now, uh, he's been shooting real poorly. They just lost again to Chris Paul <laughs> and the, uh, the Thunder, who, man, Chris Paul must be loving getting his revenge against the Rockets. But, uh, yeah, it's crazy to see Harden miss. Like, he missed, He had, like, you know, one for 17 uh, threes. You would think once, you, once you're missing, like, you know, seven, eight, nine threes, maybe it's not your night from three and maybe you step in. Maybe you just get yourself going another way. I know, you know, shooters shoot and you need to shoot yourself out. But for a certain game... Had he just stepped in and took a few more, two, you know, twos or drives to the baskets, whatever, I, you know, I hate all the free throws that he takes, but had he just done that, they, they definitely could have won that game. And it's, it's crazy to see. I know <laughs> he's trying to, to, to make a point, but I don't know. <laughs> you could just get some twos and you know, make it a whole lot better, so... Anyways, uh, I guess that'll just about do it for now. Like I said, my goal is to come back and at least do this every Wednesday, if not more. Uh, I should. Uh, it's fun. I enjoy the league. I keep up with all the news all the time. Listen to the pods pretty much every time I'm in the car. Um, both uh, No Dunks, who used to be the starters in the Basketball Jones and the Ringer uh, Basketball uh, Network pods, especially the one with uh, Chris Vernon and uh, Kevin O'Connor. That's probably my favorite. Uh, the mismatch under the Ringer Basketball. I can highly recommend that, as I probably said before. But uh, yeah, I was hoping uh, while I was on, Zion would be in the game and I'd be able to talk a little more about him. But as of right now, it looks like, man, they're really uh, managing his minutes. So uh, hopefully I didn't miss something huge to put on wax here. But, uh, you know, if it's that huge, I can uh, put another one of these chickens out. Uh, but uh, until then, uh, I'm going to aim for next Wednesday, which is the 29th. So uh, hopefully you enjoyed this return to NBA check-in. Uh, as far as me and Nesgo, we still got to catch up on Mandalorian. We need to finish that. Uh, we were hitting every episode, but now for the finale, once it aired uh, like a month ago, <laughs> we haven't got that out. It's mainly been the holidays, that and our Rise of Skywalker, which we've 
uh, delayed a little bit because we thought there might be another re-release in the theater with new footage. So we were hoping to see that and then add that to the discussion. But uh, no news on that. So I don't know. Uh, I'd really like to get both of those out hopefully soon. And I know we want to get a regular episode. We got some other anchor ideas uh, we've been kicking around. So uh, just want to thank you all for listening. Thank you so much. Uh, this is so fun, especially Shout out to Nez for uh, getting me into podcasting. Uh, he had really nice words on our, uh, uh, if you haven't heard it, go check it out. Our uh, last of our top tens, our movies of 2019. He had a, a really awesome shout out section. If you haven't listened to that pod, definitely check that out. Uh, thanks to everybody. And on that note, uh, have fun, be safe, and I'll see you next time, East Society.